0: I have to say that I only wrote Susudio once, you know, and I recorded it once. Mm. I didn't record it a 100,000 times, and and I recorded it once. Right. And then people played it on the radio. Yeah. I liked the song. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, it's not that I love taking. I love If you magnify that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Is it your now, favorite? I told you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm Cuban. Ah, I'm Cuban. It's <laughs> the best. No, but uh, he just said, "Oh, come on!" And then, I got yelled at by Phil Collins. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> for liking Susudio. <laughs> exactly. I really like Susudio. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, as an American, hear it again, it wouldn't bother me. This episode of the Opie Radio podcast, sponsored by Helix sleep I've gotten 5 maybe 6 mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point and they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you go to helixsleep.com/op with helix better sleep starts now boo, 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 boo. Boo, 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 There we go. We are live. It looks like there's going to be a, a pretty spectacular sunrise behind me in about, uh, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. And with that, I say welcome to my little live stream 500 feet above the streets of New York City. Um, good morning, Buttercup. What's up? What's up? Uh, cookie, you look new. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Let's do it. First sip of coffee right right here, bitches. Looking like an author. That is good. This is going to be... Um, I think this is going to be a one cup live stream today because I'm a very, very busy man. Um, I was talking about yesterday, but we're going on vacation for the first time in... Um, man, over two years, maybe three years... We're very excited. We got a family vacation and we're packing like crazy, trying to get everything in order, trying to figure out if we could uh, squeeze more clothes into these damn suitcases. You know the deal. And besides that, what uh, what makes this a very busy day, I got to take Dorgy and uh, drive him to the beach because we found some fine people that will be at my beach house with Dorgy so he will be nice and comfortable and not miss us too much because because he's a covid dog he's not really he's not really used to us uh not being around so i got to do a back and forth to the beach today may i mean maybe maybe i'll uh, i'll throw in for an hour or two see if there's any striped bass out there as the fall run begins but mostly i got to get him out to uh the house where he'll be very very comfortable and it's weird because he sees the suitcases i don't know how many of you have dogs and pets but i swear to you That he knows that something's up because he's been like he's been pushing up against us more and more the last couple days as he sees the suitcases and the clothes coming out. He knows in his tiny little stupid dog brain that something is going on. So uh, and we were nervous trying to find uh, the right people to to uh, to watch. I, I mean, when I was growing up, it was just a dog. We would leave for like three days at a time and just leave them in the backyard with food. It was just a dog, but nowadays uh your pets they're like an extension of your family. I didn't know this when we got a dog. I just thought I was getting a dog here's a tennis ball go have fun good morning Benjamin Tucker. How are you October was awesome yeah it was uh it it, it was an absolutely amazing bit and um it's funny because like Rogan credits uh, the, Opie a- the Opie and Anthony show for kind of jump-starting the whole podcast movement, um, and now the, and also this Jocktober thing, you got a whole bunch of low level people just uh, using our Jocktober style to beat up on <laughs> beat up on other <laughs> on other podcasts and other uh, shows. So the Jocktober continues on a much lower level. The poor Lakers. I ain't feeling sorry for LeBron James. Hell no. The Lakers don't make a move without LeBron. And LeBron James, he thinks he knows everything. And he really thought that uh, Russell Westbrook was going to be the player that brings him another championship. And Russell Westbrook is the biggest bust in the NBA. I wouldn't say in history. The guy can't shoot. The guy is a mess. And the Lakers are just screwed. So I think LeBron James this year is literally just going to focus on getting the scoring uh, record. He needs, uh, I forget how many points, but he doesn't need many points to pass Kareem, Abdul, Jabbar for the most points in NBA history. So I guess LeBron's season is going to be all about focusing on that because they don't even have a chance of winning a championship this year. And they should dump Russell Westbrook. I I don't know if they can. Because he's too expensive to, to pass uh, to another team. Uh, I hear something on the radio every day that came from the Opie and Anthony show at one time or another. There is a bunch of rip-off DJs out there stealing y'all's stuff. Yeah, I think we paved the way for the new generation of uh, broadcasters, that's for sure. I mean, I think Howard paved the way. I... I would like to think he didn't pave the way officially for me and Anthony, but he absolutely paved the way in radio in general. And then I guess we took what he did and took, I think we took it to the next level. I really do. Unfortunately, we couldn't get along and, uh, you know, see it to the end, but what are you going to do? Bob Lord with the, we will miss you. Oh, well, I, I will. I'm sure I'll be doing something. Something on um, on vacation, some kind of live stream or some kind of Instagram thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Good morning, Lamb Chops. Damn, that sun is like, that shit's going to pop in another 10 minutes. I like seeing that. How many Super Chats are needed for the vacation trip? Wow. Yeah, I could use some Super Chats, not going to lie. Uh, I could use some uh, stars from the Facebook people for my... Uh, for our snooba, we're going we're gonna to try that snooba thing. Stupid Bob Kelly's voice is in my, uh, is in my head. Because we're actually going to try some snooba. <laughs> I used to make fun of Bob Kelly when he used to do the snooba. I think he just walk into the ocean with a big giant, what, fish tank on your head. And then he could breathe underwater and walk around. And I'm like, why would you snooba when you could scuba dive? What are some of those vacation songs we got? Well, you got to go Holiday Road, uh, Gary Krasinski. Uh, I would go, uh, I'll, I'll take your Holiday Road and I'll match it with uh, Holiday by uh, Madonna. Every girl in Geneseo would dress up like Madonna. That was a, That was a big thing. <laughs> Jesus. They would all try to look like Madonna. You know, even the... Even the big ones, <laughs> even the big ones would try to look like Madonna. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Obi's gonna, going on vacation to take a break from taking a break. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> that didn't go unnoticed with the people around me. Because I said, I'm going on vacation. And uh, who the fuck was it? Somebody goes, you've you been on vacation for years. <laughs> I'm like, I know, but now I need a vacation from my vacation. Want to know something about me? Uh, i do Madonna, just a little something about me. Oh, all right, Jay Warren. The current stage, uh, Madonna, is looking um, very Muppety. Another another woman, you know, the, the, the women, they feel like they got to keep up with everybody else and they just keep throwing shit into their faces. And I think if you throw a little shit in your face, um, it could help. But then that time is a bitch, and it gets all of us in the end. And then um, some of these women, they just keep going and going and going, and then they start looking like a muppet. Madonna's face is just simply downright scary. And uh, you know, you Google old pictures of Madonna; she was so sexy and so beautiful. I think she was a handful too, but uh, you know that that could be fun. That could be fun for a year. <laughs> Who hasn't gone out with a girl because she was a handful and it was fun for about a year. And then you're like, oh, now she's going to start ruining my life. I got to tap out of this. Uh, She looks 80 with English accent, for Christ's sake. She still got the English accent? She's She's a weirdo, though, man. Her TikToks and her Instagrams, Madonna we're talking about, they're really fucking weird, man. I don't know, like... I, I guess what happens when you get really famous, you get people around you that, that can't tell you anything negative. Someone should have uh, told Madonna, knock it off, stop injecting shit into your face. It doesn't look good anymore. It used to look good when you did a little touch here and there, but now you look like a damn Muppet. Your first record footer was uh, Ride the Lightning? Oh, good God. What was my first record? Man, I think it was The Police. I think I know my first concert. See, I, I grew up uh, in a very strict household, so we weren't we we didn't do a lot outside the house. Um, so I didn't really go to concerts, which is weird because I go into a business where you go to a lot of concerts, um, and. My first concert actually was when I was in Geneseo and it was <laughs> it was uh, Southside Johnny and the Asbury uh, Jukes or Dukes. You know, we're having a party. Well, that was the concert my freshman year at Geneseo that I went to. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my first concert. Fast forward, I probably have gone to close to a thousand, I would say. No joke. I mean, when I was at WCMF in Rochester, uh, the home of rock and roll, I was the van driver, one of my lame ass just starting out in radio jobs. I was also like the van driver where I would drive the van to um, concerts. I was young. Um, we would pile all my friends into the uh, WCMF van, even though I wasn't allowed to do that. But I'm like, screw this. They're barely paying me. And whoever's in that van gets to go to a concert for free. So, you know, I had a lot of friends because of that. And, <laughs> and um, I was going to concerts between Darien Lake and the Finger Lakes Performing Arts Center up there in Rochester. I was going to concerts probably, probably during concert season three, at least three times a week. At least there was always something. Because we had to cover kind of the Buffalo market and the Rochester market. So I was going back and forth, man. I, I knew that uh New York State threw away pretty well. And then I would camp outside the venue, throw out some dumb t-shirts, and then me and my uh my friends would go would go in and uh and check out the shows, a lot of shows. And I once got uh yelled at for touching Greg Allman's mic. <laughs> it's these dumb little things because Radio DJs, they I, I don't care who you are, you just did not get respect. And, and I'm sure you've gone to a whole bunch of shows where they inter- introduced a local DJ and he gets to do a minute or two. Even when we were killing it in Boston, I remember they would put us on stage like, well, you could go on stage like... I'm trying to remember the show, shit. You could go on stage... A half hour before the show starts, no one's even in their seats. And you're like, hi, I'm Opie and I'm Anthony from the Opie and Anthony show. And there's like a small smatter of applause because there's no one in the venue yet. They wouldn't give you the slot right before the band came on for for the most part. But I was at um, Darien Lake. It was the Allman Brothers. No, it was actually Greg Allman. He was doing his solo uh, tour. The roadie goes, Whatever you do, don't touch that mic. I'm like, Okay, no problem. Because we got it all set, whatever they needed to do. And if I touched it, I guess it was going to mess up with some settings. So I, I go out there and I'm nervous. I'm just a kid. And I, I'm like, Hi, I'm Opie from WCMF. My voice is cracking. I'm just a mess, nervous. And because I was nervous, I was looking for, like, a security blanket. So I grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed Greg Holman's mic like this so I could hold on to something. And uh, then it, because I did this, there was, like, feedback. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I get off stage, like, uh, thank God I got through that, you know. And then the uh, roadies, like, right in my I told you not to touch the goddamn mic. And then he marches out. He does that, that little fat man walk out to the stage grabs the mic and goes to the side of the stage to i guess reset it I don't I, I don't know I don't I don't know I just knew I had to get the fuck out of there This episode of the Opie Radio podcast sponsored by Helix Sleep I've gotten five maybe six mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point and they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you Go to HelixSleep.com slash with Helix. Better sleep starts now. My relationship with Helix Sleep started quite simply. I was in the market for some mattresses. So I did all my own research. And what was coming back to me over and over again was how great Helix mattresses were. So I ordered one and I was very, very happy. And then you fast forward a bit. All of a sudden, they're uh, sponsors on my podcast. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made for just kids. But oh, I don't want to be confused when I'm picking out a mattress. They make it easy. Take the Helix Sleep quiz. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And this is the best part, they ship the mattress to your house free of charge. They offer a 100-night risk-free trial, and they know everyone's unique and they sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm telling you, I love my mattresses from Helix Sleep. Best mattresses I've ever had in my life. Helix Sleep is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. This is what I always tell you guys. Check it out for yourself. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash opi. Once again, that's helixsleep.com slash opi for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows with helix better sleep starts now what's up jonathan how are you joe how are you a lot of people today i like this a robot man greg buell he works with robots saying hey squad i like that you got w a man up there in indiana what's up uh, w a man uh greg buell though he's a fascinating gent he works with the robots it's inevitable that the robots will be, will be uh, more intelligent than human beings, and then what ha- Then what happens? What happens then? <laughs> Our demise as a species will be the fact that we, uh, we thought we knew everything. Our stupid, cocky nature will get the best of uh, human nature. We would be better off with robots, you think? I got a rumba, rumba, we got a rumba that kind of, you know, wanders around the house, uh, sweeping and dusting our floors and it's kind of, and it's kind of creepy because all of a sudden it'll just turn on by itself and just, uh, and just take off and start, start doing its job. So right now, you could, you could you know, completely control the ramba. But eventually, you know, someone like Greg Buell or some of these other guys that work with robots, they're going to be like, you know, we can, we can really expand the technology on this. And next thing you know, this damn thing has your whole family pinned in the living room, picking up mops and attacking you. Let's not, let's not improve on the technology. My ramba. Is just fine how it is, and I don't mind it. All of a sudden, turns on in the middle of the night without anyone uh, pushing a button. That's creepy. Uh, Joey Pants, uh, Joey. Wow, you got two questions in already, Joey. Congratulations. You wearing a costume this year? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go as a failed radio host this uh, this Halloween. <laughs> Oh, boy, did the kids fall? That's all right, though. I got my priorities in order. Greg Buell's back. Rumba plus drone equals Skynet. Yeah, the rhombas are just like uh, drones on the ground, right? I think that's what that is. I'm sure you got rhombas, souped-up rhombas in the jungles all over the place just doing nasty-ass shit. It's probably like landmines. They probably souped up the rambas, and they let them loose in some god, godforsaken, awful place. It finds its spot, and then it probably knows how to cover itself with leaves, and then it turns into a landmine. Cheers. Oh, have you ever traveled to Europe with your family? Hell, not. I've never been to Europe. Well, is Greece Europe? <laughs> Back in the day, I went to Athens. Then I went to Istanbul. Is that part of like Europe? I don't know. What do they call that part of the world? I don't know my geography. No one knows his geography, and it's really cr- pretty, pretty crazy. My son knows his geography. He knows, he knows every fucking flag in the not in the in the world. And he laughs at how stupid his dad is as he goes, what, what, what uh, flag is this? And I'm like, uh, Japan. Oh, God, Japan. Isn't Japan, though, the one with the red circle, I think? I think I know that one. But then there's so many flags that have, like, yellow and green. So every time I see yellow and green, I go, Jamaica? He's, ah, it's not Jamaica. But there's so many flags around the world that have the, the yellow and green. Throws me off a little bit. Hope oh, you ever go bowling? Of course I've got bowling. I even did that candlestick bowling when I lived in uh, Boston. I hated it. It's like almost impossible to get a strike. You basically throw a softball down the lane... And then the pins are all skinny. It, what? I, I look. I, I understand. You know, Boston trying. To, <clears throat> excuse me. Keep with tradition, but when they when they improved on the bowling thing, they should have thrown all that that candlestick bowling in the goddamn Charles River. Uh, you could have asked me. I have a house, a fenced yard, a basement. Thomas McDulty. Well, that would have been nice. No, we found the. Like I said, we uh, we're relieved. Because this dog is really going to be bummed out when we leave uh, for about ten days, but like I said, he'll be at uh, he'll be at the beach house with some people that are really cool with a really good energy, and he should do just fine. Uh, thank God, because we were trying to find people that could stay uh, either here in the city or or at the beach. We didn't really want to like have the dog go anywhere else because that would freak him out too. These are the things you got to. Think about when you actually give a shit about your pet, and you don't just buy a dog because that's what you do in New York City, and then drag it around the park. Oh my, these people are just the worst. They—they're like, I don't have time to walk you. Come on, and their poor feet are dragging on the on the uh, the pavement like it's like it's an ice rink, because the person only gave themselves ten minutes to walk the dog in the morning. And if the dog's not uh, pooping in 10 minutes, well, tough shit. And then they uh, sit in an empty apartment all bored by themselves all day long. Oh, that's a big step for you. I will leave mine for two days in December. First time since 2016, I think. Jennifer Ferris gets it. If you're doing it properly, it's, it's, I'll say this. The, we'll probably uh, have tears in our eyes when we say goodbye to the dog. I'm going to admit that the shock jock's going to have tears in his eyes because he has to leave his dog for over a week. Yes, I just said that. You would never relax on the trip if you were worrying about doggy I know the feel. See, John Courts, you you also understand this world. We're just so relieved because for a while there, we were like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know who could take this dog that we trust. Astronaut Edgar uh, Mitchell claimed extraterrestrials prevented nuclear war between U.S. and Russia before. Really? This Edgar Mitchell, the, this uh, this old astronaut, I, I I do believe he is completely convinced uh, uh, that there are aliens that visit Earth. There, of course, there are aliens, and they're not aliens. They're just they're just another version of us. Just way more advanced. Think uh, if, if we're lucky enough to have a civilization thousands of years from now, we would be flying all over the damn universe. Of course we would. The, t- the technology is already there. But us stupid humans and our stupid teeny little brains, um, we, we, don't, we don't have the knowledge of that technology yet. But it's out there. Others are enjoying that technology because they've been around a lot longer with their civilizations. Uh... <laughs> Every... <laughs> I once saw Anthony at a bar uh, in Long Island and he was picking his nose and wiped it on a napkin. He looked around afterwards to see if anyone caught him. It was funny, LOL. Uh, I think we all pick our noses, all of us. He tried not to do it in front of people. Anthony would rotor rooter his nostrils a lot, a lot. He would get in there with napkins and do this type of shit to try to clean them out. We got a cat Saturday. Who gave this cat so much energy? <laughs> Jesus! Well, that's the thing when you when you buy a uh, or buy, I guess when you get a pet is the best way to say it. You just you just cross your fingers and hope you got a good one. It looks like you got a you got a wild cat. I had two cats. One was absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. Babe was absolutely amazing, a, a, a calico cat. And then uh, then I also had Bono, and Bono was a nightmare cat that was the replacement cat for Velcro who was squished by a car outside my parents' house that I was living at after i moved uh, back home from Buffalo for a little while when I was starting my B.A. Bay career. I went for a bike ride, I come home, my dad is uh, uh, very distraught. I'm like, ah, oh, what the hell happened? And then he's like, yeah, your cat got crushed by a car. I held it. This is, this is the type of guy my dad was. He goes, I held it until it turned cold. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. And then I go, where is he? Where is he? And I broke down like a little bitch. But I really liked that cat a lot. It was the cat I got when I was working at the Fox and Buffalo. It was a stray cat that gave me flea bites that to this day I got scars up and down uh, both arms especially and up and down my legs because my uh, apartment was infested with fleas from Velcro which was a, uh, a wild stray cat. It was, a, it was a kitten. And we brought him into the, uh, the studio and it was gonna be a, like a radio station cat. And then, uh, I hate to say it, but the morning guy, God rest his soul, he wasn't a cat guy and he was kind of abusive. I get, there's no other way to say it. He was kind of abusive toward Velcro. So then I brought Velcro to my apartment and uh, he had fleas. My whole apartment was filled with fleas. It drove me nuts. I don't know if you've ever gotten bit by a flea, but it is it is no bueno, man. That shit will itch for like a week straight. And just when a flea bite is like healing, then you get another three or four new ones. So you got to go through the process again. And then everyone has advice. How do you get rid of the fleas in your apartment? And, and they used to sell this thing. It can't be healthy is what I'm thinking. Um, used to bomb your abode, bomb your apartment. And supposedly that killed the, uh, the fleas. So I, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that cat got squished. My dad held it until it turned cold. I go, where the hell is Velcro? And it was under the apple tree that I famously ran up into. Cause I didn't want to have the sex talk with dad back in the day. So that tree is very, very special in our family. And now that uh someone else uh owns our childhood home, now they got all our dead pets uh that are buried all around the property. Somebody man, if they put in a pool in the backyard of my family's old home um they're gonna they're gonna dig up some animals <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But uh, after Velcro died, my, my mom, you know, her whole logic was, well, when something dies, just replace it immediately. And and in this case, it was a, a cat. So she dropped uh, Bono, a, uh, a cat that she went to the pound and got that obviously nobody wanted, threw this thing on my back while I was taking a nap. And then uh, Bono proceeded to, like, uh, you know, claw at me, gave me some good claw marks, and, and then... And then proceeded to hiss for the next, I don't know, 10 years that I had the damn thing. But then, you know, then the cats, both cats were given to uh, a gay couple. This was after I was gone from a, from a, from a bad situation. I, when I left a bad situation, I had to leave the cats behind because I was very, very allergic to cats. I'm very allergic to cats to, to this day and when i was out of the situation the the person that was left behind with my cats obviously never liked the cats because the first thing she did was uh (laughs) was was give my two cats to a gay couple and then the gay couple i never met these guys they hated the names these cats were on their last leg they had to be at least 10 to 12 years old at this point and this gay couple was like, "We hate their names, and supposedly I heard they changed their names. oh my god <clears throat> so good luck with the cat looks like you got a bad one I'm, I, there's no way to to sugarcoat that one It looks like you got a bad cat with a lot of energy. Your dad was a great guy oh Leslie Larson that's I mean he uh I do all right as a father, but Jesus, he was like, he was a fucking rock star. Let me turn down the lighting a little bit. Oh, but I don't think we're, I guess we're not getting a, here, I'll turn the lighting back up a little. I guess uh, we're not getting um, a sunrise today here in New York. Looks like it's a lot of clouds in the background. I was hoping we'd get a nice, glorious sunrise. Your dad was a great guy. You have no idea, man. My dad was uh, near the end of his life. uh, He was living off one artery one damn artery and this was after quadruple bypass surgery he uh he didn't do the right thing after his bypass surgery if you get bypass surgery do the right thing you can live a nice long healthy life but most people think oh i'm good now and they go back to eating like crap and shit and that was kind of my dad unfortunately no one's perfect but um about a year before he died maybe two years before he died he was in bad shape he was he was living with only one uh, working artery, basically, and my brother's uh, my brother's dog was also hit. We were losing pets over the years. it was it was like a no joke, a house of horror. And we never you would think if we're gonna have pets and small kids living on a main road, we would have built a fence. We never really had a fence. So every once in a while, an animal would wander into the damn road and get hit. And all these years later, near the end of my dad's life, he was watching my brother's dog. My brother's dog was on the old side. Sometimes they say, you know, when an animal gets old, they want to kind of just wander off and die. I think my brother's dog might have uh, looked at that highway going, this is my way out. This is my way to the uh, the afterlife. And he wandered into the road, he got hit. My dad, living off one artery, knew he had to get the dog out of the goddamn road. So he sacrificed having a massive heart attack to get my my brother's beloved uh, dog out of the road. Yes. And then I've told the story of burying him in the middle of winter when the ground was, was ice fucking cold. I, I don't have to retell that story today. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe we'll tell that one for Halloween over the weekend. Every once in a while, the song will come on the radio that will give me the goddamn chills. I'm sure this happens to you if you're like a normal feeling human being. Eddie Vedder doing "Hard Sun" is such an amazing fucking song. Uh, he did it for that movie where the guy wandered into the woods and ate the wrong berries. And then basically poisoned himself. And then he died on a school bus in the middle of the woods. Remember that book and movie? And Eddie Vedder did the music for the the movie. And he did, most people do not know this, but he did um, a cover of a song called uh, Hard Sun." which, like, turn off my live stream. When When I got something better for you guys than this stupid live stream, then I highly recommend... You turn off the live stream. You Google uh, "Hard Sun" by Eddie Vedder. Listen to that first. That song gives me chills every time I listen to the damn fucking song. And then, um, and then when you're done with that, because it is a cover, go listen to the original. And this is why I like Eddie Vedder. He didn't change up the song at all. He sang it exactly and in the same way that a little band called Indio did when they uh, originally recorded the song Hard Sun. So do yourself a favor and uh, listen to Eddie Vedder doing Hard Sun, and then listen to Indio's uh, original version of Hard Sun. But that came on the damn radio over the weekend, and it gave me chills. I forgot how much I love, love, love that song. People are so weird. You probably weren't even fired. They... More likely, uh, you gave you a confidential deal to leave, right? Oh, I, I, um, it was told to me by people that I was uh, let go. They tried to fire me. They didn't. Uh, I was never officially fired from SiriusXM. XM, but that, but ignore that. They paid every penny in my contract, and I remember at the time this stupid Anthony. He, he found out that I was fighting Sirius XM and thought it was ridiculous. I'm like, fuck that. I, I'm not going down that way. <clears throat> so I fought it, and they gave me every, uh, every cent of my contract. I officially was not fired from Sirius XM. And then I had a gentleman's agreement with Scott Greenstein, and we actually, you know, we, uh, we left on very, very good terms if you need to know the truth. But it came out, and this is uh, my bad it came out that i was just i was just pushing it way 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 too much with the howard stern and uh, the howard stern can't really handle that type of thing <laughs> he uh, he goes through life thinking he's a god and he wants everyone to treat him like he's a god and i came along and i just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it uh You know, I broke into his area. They were really not happy about that because I'm sure Howard uh, raised holy hell over that. And then uh, and then when they made me wait outside until he passed by, you know, screaming good morning to him every morning. I I have it on tape um, multiple times, by the way, for the people that know my shit. Uh, I only posted the one that's really, really good on my YouTube channel. But I was doing that every morning because I was so mad that they would not let me come to work until Howard passed into his area. Uh, But it came out. uh, It was confirmed that uh, the reason that Sirius had to finally let me go was because I just pushed it way too much with Howard. (laughs) and They didn't want to deal with Howard. Yelling and screaming behind the scenes. That is the God's honest truth, but... Even though I just told the, the truth once again, it'll still be spun. What are you going to do? Like I said, you can only tell the truth. You can only give your two cents, and that's it. What do, there are people out there, they, don't, they, they will ignore uh, the facts and the truth because they have their own agenda. And if it doesn't play into their agenda that you suck or you're this or you're that, th- that they're going to ignore the, the, the real shit and just continue making up crap. That's, that's the world we live in, unfortunately. Guys, have a great day. Uh, and uh, thanks for all the love and all the support. Like I said uh, many, many times, there's way more cool people than, than not. I know that. And I think it's important to try to focus more on that crap than the negativity. We all have negativity in our lives that we focus on. As all this great stuff is happening all around you, and you're like, No, but this person... Don't let that person eat away at you, especially if you do have all that great stuff uh, that's around you that uh, is good in your life. Give give your energy uh, towards that stuff. You'll be a happier person. I could guarantee that. Have a good day, guys. Talk soon. I didn't ask him okay. nothing else. That fucking good dude yelled at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For liking his own song. <laughs> yeah, he gave you a side It was way. the wrong one. He, he liked the wrong one. He made that noise. <laughs> I brought up Tina Turner and Clapton. He brought up. Yeah, you brought up the wrong one, apparently. Fucking Susu <laughs> Studios, the shit. <laughs> yeah, but that just shows you don't really know much about the guy. I know Susu I should not know anything. Yeah, He's but 3,000 like... years old.